Shalom, and thank you for listening to sermons from Tikvat Israel, a Messianic synagogue in the heart of Richmond, Virginia. Listening to the podcast is great, but if you want the full experience, please join us on Zoom or in the building Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. for our worship service. For the Zoom link, please contact tikvatdirector at gmail.com or contact us on our website, tikvatisrael.com. There you can also support the ministry, learn more about Messianic Judaism, and find helpful resources. May Hashem bless you through the hearing of His Word. Eternal God, keep before us the vision of Your holiness. Eternal God, draw us near to Your service. Eternal God, remove from us the deafness that keeps us from hearing You. Eternal God, remove from us the blindness that obscures your glory. Eternal God, remove from us the stubbornness that leads us to resist your will. Eternal God, remove from us the selfishness that makes us small. Eternal God, teach us your law of righteousness. Help us to rise above what we have been. Imbue us with love from all life and reverence for all being. Teach us to respond to your greatness with awe. Strengthen us with your love. Guide us in the path of righteousness. On this Sabbath of Sabbaths, kindle within us a light that shall illumine all other days. Who among us is righteous enough to say, I have not sinned? Be born of love to love, we grow weary, heavy with regret, sorry for ourselves, and afraid to know what might have been. Together, we have sinned against you, O God, and against each other. Behold water and air and soil and sea. Still we beat plowshares into swords and make spears out of pruning hooks. Disfigured lies the human form created in the divine image, but estranged from the source. Together, help us to turn to you, O God. Help us to seek you. Here now on Atonement Day, we need not be alone with our feelings. Let us recall together blessed moment when the shepherds heard a voice in a field declaring, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy, which shall be for all people. For today in the city of David, there has been born to you a Savior, who is Messiah the Lord. And then shortly thereafter, when this young one was brought into Jerusalem, righteous Simeon cried out, For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. Together, Lord, Thank you for your precious atonement through Yeshua the Righteous One, remembered on this atonement day. Amen.
in Isaiah 43, verses 18 through 19, says this. Do not remember former things, nor consider things of the past. Here I am doing a new thing. Now it is springing up. Do you not know about it? I will surely make a way in the desert, rivers in the wasteland. This is tough to do sometimes, isn't it? To forget about some of the things we have done. What has my past been like? Where did I come from? As I take a look back, am I proud of my past? Have I done everything the best I could? These are a lot of questions to ask of myself. Perhaps you are asking yourself these questions too. Tonight, I want to talk about letting go of the past. Like many, my life has been filled with ups and downs. Choices I made and the result of those choices were not always good ones. There were many disappointments. Let's go back to when I first left college a long time ago. That was, I, I did two years in college. That was back in 1977. Can you all remember that far back? This was at the protest of my parents. I thought it was the best decision for me. My major was liberal arts, but I didn't think that path I was on was going to be productive or a profitable one. You see, my late mother was a successful artist, as well as my older brother. They both did wonderful work, but I just didn't think my artistic abilities were worthy of such a career. I didn't want to struggle trying to sell works of art on the streets or in malls to make a living, as they did. But they did very well. So I joined the Navy, which was, again, at the protest of my parents. My mother told me that if that's what I wanted to do, why don't I finish college so I could become an officer? After all, why would a Jewish man join the Navy not to be an officer, as she said? My father told me that if I was going to do this, then I should do, make something good of myself in the Navy. That would, that would be a successful career later in life. He said, I should become a cook. I was like, why a cook? My father knew some friends of his that were cooks in the Navy who became owners of their own restaurants after they retired, and they were very successful. So, of course, I wanted to please my father. So that's what I did. I went to cook school in San Diego, California for three months, and I did graduate second in a class of 15. I thought... This is going to be a piece of cake. Little did I know, I did not have any baker skills. I was assigned to my first ship overseas, which was so exciting. 
However, it took me only a year of waking up at 3.30 a.m. every morning to work in a hot galley 16 hours each day. Hey, hey. It was made worse during rough seas, you can imagine, right? That wasn't for me either. I was very vocal of my displeasure with my predicament. So I was picked on, I was belittled, and given the worst jobs to do, which made my attitude even more negative and sometimes downright disrespectful to a couple of my superiors. Not a good thing, sir. But one man, the executive officer of the ship, that's the number two guy in charge, let's call him Commander X, pulled me aside one day, please make note, this was after I had been written up for disrespect of a commissioned officer, a serious offense. This was against my department head, let's call him Ensign Y. Why not? He didn't like that I showed him he was number one. And I was going to see the captain, let's call him Captain B, for this infraction. Hey, I was 22 years old and I was really dumb. Anyway, Commander X said that he knew I wasn't happy where I was and that he had an opportunity to make for me that could be mutually beneficial to the ship, the crew, and my future in the Navy. He said he really did need somebody and he thought I would be a good fit. Perhaps he saw something in me that I didn't see in myself. I said, well, anything's better than what I have now, so why not? The next day, when I went before Captain B for the charge against me, and the captain said, what do you have to say for yourself? Shaking in my shoes, I said, I know what I did was wrong and was sorry. Well, after all, he held my future in his hands. He told me he better not see me again under these circumstances and issued me my punishment for the offense, which was restriction to the ship for two weeks. But I thought about that for a second, and we were pulling out of port that next day for a month cruise. So where was I going to go? He gave me extra duty for five days, which was basically two hours more of work doing things that nobody else wanted to do. It was pretty dirty, trust me. And he did reduce me in rank, but suspended that for three months, which meant if I stayed out of trouble, I got to keep my present rank. After I saluted the captain and thanked him, he dismissed me. Commander X caught up with me in the hallway and whispered in my ear, How is that? And I was like, Thank you, sir. Saluted him, and I walked away. Not really understanding what just happened, but 
Commander X had actually spoken to the captain beforehand and interceded on my behalf. Boy, that was something. Three weeks later, I was transferred to another department and started my career path. And by the way, that Ensign Y, he was not happy at all, which made me very happy. <laughs> I excelled in my field, and just a year later, I was transferred back to the States to another school, which is unheard of to have two schools in one enlistment. All this school did was confirm the knowledge that I had gathered, so I breezed through it. From that point on, my life in the Navy was basically a blank check. My career took off. I received many awards and commendations. Every duty station that I went to, I would be promoted. Going from an E3 to an E7, the Chief Petty Officer, in 12 years, which was extremely rare for the field that I was in. So why am I telling you all of this on Call Me Dre? Am I saying this to show you how great I am? No. That I'm bragging on how I made it? Absolutely not. Looking back, there was a very important part missing from my life with all this success. I had no relationship with God. I didn't know who he was or how he can help my life. I thought all this success was me. All me. And here I am to tell you tonight that rise to achievement would be erased very quickly. Proverbs 28.13 says, one who covers up his transgressions will not prosper, but whoever confesses and forsakes them finds mercy. Flash forward to the early 90s. After Desert Shield, Desert Storm, there were a lot of changes going on in the Navy. There were cutbacks on personnel. I saw good career men with 25, 30, or even 35 years of their service to the Navy, told they had to retire. The Navy didn't need them anymore, even though the Navy was all they knew. It was during this time, out of my frustration with the Navy, the officers that were appointed above me, that I didn't care anymore. And I used my knowledge my skill set and position to make extremely poor choices that would ultimately negate everything that I had worked so hard to achieve and it ended my naval career. This too was all me. Nobody else was responsible. So why talk about this now? Why tonight? The difference between then and now is I have a relationship with the Lord that I didn't have back then. Now I understand that the best way to move my life in a positive direction is to putting Him first. 
The other night during Days of Awe Prayer with special guest Rabbi Russ Gresnik, we talked about how that we know Hashem forgives us and we have grace. We have been made clean with the blood of the Lamb, Yeshua. But we may not be able to forgive ourselves. This has been part of my problem. And I've always been ashamed of myself when someone tells me, thank you for your service. Ironically, I can't find any scriptures about self-forgiveness. Rabbi Russ puts it this way, stop blaming, stop second-guessing, tormenting yourself with regret, at least for a while. But the deep cleansing, life-giving forgiveness can only come from God. My brothers and sisters, I've been carrying this regret and shame in my very being for 30 years. But tonight I say no more. I ask Yeshua to take it from me. That I should not regret or feel shame anymore. I confess. I repent. And I am forgiven as I stand before God and all of you tonight. Sing praises to the heavens because I can be written in the book of life. 2 Corinthians 5, 17-21 says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Messiah, he is a new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Now all these things are from God who reconciled us to Himself through Messiah and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Messiah, God was reconciling the world to Himself, not counting their trespasses against them. And He has entrusted the message of reconciliation to us. We are therefore ambassadors for Messiah as though God were making His appeal through us. We beg you on behalf of Messiah, be reconciled to God. He made the One who knew no sin to become a sin offering on our behalf, on my behalf. So that in Him, we might become righteousness of God. What about you? What are you holding on to? As Virginia mentions in her drash this week, are there weeds in your garden or roots under your fence that need to be dealt with? It's a very good drash. And it was entitled, Do You Remember? Oh yes, Virginia, I do. Y'all need to listen to it, especially now, in this time of returning to the Father through Yeshua the Messiah. Because no matter where you came from, 
no matter what you've done. We stand in front of one God. And he asks, what do you have to say for yourself? Shaking in our shoes because he holds our life in his hands. Guess what? We have life. We have Kai. Because remember that man who so many years ago interceded for me and saw something in me that I didn't see in myself? God always sees us that way. Yeshua intercedes for us. And even though we mess up, and even though we let Him down, and even though we don't deserve it, He bends down and whispers in our ear, How was that? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Let's pray. Let's pray together. Avino Malkenu, our Father, our King, thank you for your forgiveness. Thank you for not abandoning us to our mistakes, but for reaching out instead to bring us home. Help convict me of sin and help me accept your mercy without shame. Thank you for the love you have poured out over me and all of your children. Help me live out of that love today. In Yeshua's name I pray. Amen.